for the win. Bang! Back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by Jeff. Jordan, open. Chicago. What's going on, everybody? Um, my name is Quinn Sheridan, and... and I'm Tyler Van Dyke. And this is our show, All in the Mix. Uh, it's our first episode. Um, you know, we're here to talk about basketball, college basketball, NBA, you name it. Um, a little bit about me and Tyler, how we met. We met uh, at a college in Southern California. Um, we'll not be named because they don't pay us. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we met uh, at practice and, you know, kicked it a few times. And, I'll, you know, Tyler's pretty cool. Whatever things didn't work out at the school. Um, we kept in touch here and there. Um, and then, I mean, we've always been kind of cool. We just never really, like, hung out and never really, like. I mean, the one time we did hang out, <laughs> something kind of crazy <laughs> happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. A little, little, little quick story. So, one of the times <laughs> me and Tyler had hung a pretty, I think it was, like, the only time we hung out, really. Yeah. Um, was we, we went to your house, um, one of our other teammates. We went there uh, at, before practice, right? Yep. And, uh, and Tyler was like, oh, like, I'll drive, like, you know, like, you guys leave your car at the school or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm thinking my car is safe at school. Um, and then we're sitting there watching TV, playing video games or something. And somebody calls me and is like, yo, somebody stole your car. And it, <laughs> long story short, we I ran my, out of I the found, house I so my, fast. <laughs> we, we ran out the house. But long story short, found my car, got it back. Yeah. It was a weird day. That was um, crazy. But basically, um, I'll start with um, with my basketball background. Um, I've been playing basketball since probably I was eight or nine years old. Um, I didn't really take it serious until probably I was like 14 or 15 is when I was like, okay, like I'm pretty decent. Like I could probably, you know, go to, go to school, go to a decent high school, decent college. Um, and then this past year, I took about, I took a year and a half off um, just to, you know, for, for family stuff, mental stuff. Um, but I am back playing again and um, I'm super excited. So yeah, you want to, you want to give the people some of your background and, and let them know. Yeah. Um, similar to you. Uh, I, I mean, I've been playing basketball since like third grade. Yeah. Like just like really young. And I didn't really like realized that I loved it until like fifth, sixth grade when I was like about 13 or 14 also. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just like, yeah, I think I got, I got a shot. Um, and throughout high school, everyone was like, oh no, you can't play college ball. Like you're too small. Bro. <laughs> I, can't do it. And I was like, I'm gonna prove you guys wrong. So exactly. I ended up playing community college ball. So that's, uh, that's pretty much the background. There you go. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's a little bit about our background with basketball. Um, you know, uh, a little bit about the show itself. Um, we're going to be talking about, obviously, basketball. That's the whole point of this. Um, we're going to be talking about um, different rumors, trades, scores, stats, you know, you name it. If it's, if, if it's, if it's basketball and it's, and it's worthy talking about, we're going to talk about it. Um, also, I wanted to point out, we're going to be having a guest pretty much the goal is every single show after this one. Um, and, you know, it, it's, I don't want to call them interviews um, because these people are, are like family to us, friends to us. So it's just cool, cool conversations. People just talking about hoops. Um, 
a, a few people had asked me um, when I had posted on Instagram, like, why are you like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you starting a show? Why do you want to do a show? Um, honestly, it had never really popped into my mind until like, honestly, like a couple of days before I had posted that. Um, because I, I talk about basketball all the time and you, you, you obviously do too. We, exactly. I mean, we, we talk yeah. about, we talk about hoops all the time. Um, I did one little podcast one time, uh, mm-hmm. for March madness, like two years ago, just to like see. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we both, um, I would like to think have, have good basketball minds, um, good basketball eyes. Um, we see a lot, we, 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 we read a lot, we watch a lot. Um, and you know, I have people, in my corner telling me, oh, you, you should start doing this show. You should, you should do a podcast. You know, you have a lot to talk about and people that genuinely love basketball will probably want to hear it because they might think the same way or they want to see someone else's point of view. And I know you had, you had told me the same thing um, that yeah. people were telling you. So Absolutely. I, I had posted it and I was like, I'm thinking about starting this show and anybody like, would anybody like, mess with it, you know? And every, every comment was positive for me. Um, and then Tyler actually reached out to me and was like, Hey, this is what I'm going to school for. Like what I want to do. Up? And I was like, man, like I, I honestly was perfectly okay doing it by myself. But then, you know, I, I chatted with Tyler a little bit and I was like, okay, this is the person that I would want to do this with. Cause you know, he's consistent. He's on his stuff. He loves basketball and loves talking about basketball. So we just said, why not? You know, yeah, so, why not make it a duo. Yep. All right. Um, so to start off the show, um, every week we're going to be pretty much the same topics, um, every week, uh, and we're going to be going over college basketball, um, top performers, top teams, guys to look out for, teams to watch out for, um, and we're going to start off with college, and Tyler's going to be the college guy for us, and let's, let's see what he's got. All right, so for this week in college basketball, um, just last night, Andrew Jones of Texas, who uh, was diagnosed with leukemia just a few years back, uh, he had a buzzer beater versus West Virginia um, to yes, keep did. them in the top five conversation. And then second player I want to highlight is Sharif Cooper. He just came back from being uh, ineligible. Ooh, that kid is nasty. <laughs> He's crazy. Nasty. Yeah, team high, 26 points, nine assists, four rebounds, and three steals. Uh, and they, they actually did still lose that game, but it was quite a performance for Sharif Cooper. They, they played against uh, Alabama, correct? Yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's tough. Yep. Um, and then the third performer who is probably going to get highlighted mostly throughout the season, I would say, is Luca Garza. Um, he's the number <laughs> one college basketball player, I would say. Um, Ooh. <laughs> what do I you got? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I like I like him a lot, and I don't I don't I don't mean to interrupt you at all, but I, no, you're I, good. Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. No, I was just gonna yeah, I was gonna get Jaylen to that. Jalen Suggs also. from Gonzaga mentions is pretty much the top three players of Gonzaga: um, Corey Kispert, Jalen Suggs, and Ayayi. They're Gonzaga is the number one team. Um, they're just they're continuing to stay dominant like throughout the year. It's ridiculous. Um, Every yeah, Luka Garza averages 27 points per game, 8.9 rebounds per game. He shot 72% from the floor this past two games this week. So, yeah, he he's going crazy. And just this morning, he had uh, 33 points, five rebounds, and three assists in a win over number 16, Minnesota. So, hey, 
he is what a lot of coaches and a lot of people call a mother effer right there. Yeah, no, Luca Garza, is, Luca Garza is the real deal. I honestly, yeah, I'll be absolutely. honest with you, I never heard of him until this past year. Um, really? And I, I kept seeing his name. I kept seeing Luca Garza, Luca Garza. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this dude from Iowa? Like, no, I know. He, he really didn't come onto the scene until last year. Like, he was pretty much no one until last year. So. Yeah, he came up coming crazy. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and then the top teams, uh, like I said, Gazam de Gonzaga uh, stays dominant. Um, they're no one's challenging them. Pretty much, they've beaten top teams. They're beating everybody in their conference. Like those three players, like I said, are just going to lead them. I think pretty far this year. I don't Absolutely. know how far, but they're definitely going to be one of the top contenders. Um, Texas, like I said, with Andrew Jones, they held off West Virginia. They're going to stay in the top five. I think they're a very hot team right now, and I think they're going to be in the conversation at the end of the year. I have to give a shout-out to my UCLA Bruins. Oh, man. I don't want to be a homer. I'm a UCLA Bruin fan, guys. Um, they beat both Arizona schools, swept them this week. Um, they stay undefeated in Pac-12 play, which is very tough to do. They lost one of their best players, in my opinion, their best player in Chris Smith who uh, he suffered a torn ACL last week. So oh, that's what happened to him? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. And I had I just had to shout out them. Uh, Tiger Campbell led them with 22 points against Arizona yesterday. If, and, I, if I can add this first, yeah, second, hold on. For the people that don't know, I am a huge U of A fan. That's University <laughs> of Arizona. I'm from there. One of my best friends who uh, – he may or may not be on the show coming up very soon. Uh, also plays at U of A, so we might have some to chat about with uh, yep. with my boy Tyler Nick. Uh, that does happen. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Good for them, man. I honestly, uh, I will say, yeah. UCLA basketball has not been. No, nope. I want to say they've been bad, but they haven't been I mean, the best the past couple of years. Yeah, no, they uh, they've been all over the place. For real, and it was huge when we got Mick Cronin as our coach. Because I was going to say that, Cronin. Cronin is definitely, I think, the the extra push yeah. that, that that they needed on that team. Absolutely, yep. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all I got for college basketball this week. Uh, anything else you want to add, Quinn? No, not really. Um, I do want to add that you know the, the our college section might be a little a little skimpy here and there sometimes here just there, because yeah, of. Just because of COVID and everything going on, a lot of games are getting postponed and canceled. And not even playing basketball. Certain guys can't play. And, yeah, yeah, you know, people are getting sick. People are getting hurt. So um, we, we, we are going to stay on top of college as much as we can just because, you know, we want to make sure that those guys are talked about just as much as, you know, your, your LeBrons and your Luka Doncic and whatnot. Um, but, you know, and, and Tyler, Tyler does a great job with college hoops, even though he is a UCLA fan. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to hold it against um, you forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against you forever, but, um, you know, good job. Yeah, we definitely have team. that little rivalry for sure, but it's cool. <laughs> it, it makes it, a, it makes it better to talk about. Um, exactly. Uh, I will definitely be highlighting the Pac-12 every now and then, uh, just because I really like watching the Pac-12 a lot. It's West Coast. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, so, Transitioning to the NBA, um, not a whole lot is going on in the NBA as far as like trades are concerned. Um, not a lot of the guys are getting moved right now, um, especially with people getting injured and sick and whatnot. It, you can't really make trades if somebody tested positive. So um, 
some some news I have from the past week is um, Spencer Dinwiddie, if you guys didn't know, um, recently tore his ACL about what the end of December, I believe. Um, he had successful surgery. Um, he might be back before the end of the season, but I honestly, if I was him, I would just wait till next year because you, you don't want to you don't want to rush things like that. Um, another really disappointing one for me was um, somebody you know this guy has had a rough beginning to his career already um, with with the shoulder injury and uh, whatever he had going on mentally that was messing with him on the court. Um, mm -hmm. He had just really came onto the scene for real last year, and he was, <clears throat> was really picking it up this year a lot at the very yeah. beginning of the season. Um, Markel Fultz, man. Um, That's a tough as a, one. As a, it, it is a really tough one. It, it, it's hard um, being an athlete, too, and, and seeing somebody like that that you know works their ass off every single yeah. day and just just moved his leg the wrong way, popped his ACL. Um, it's crazy how it just happens like that. Yeah, yeah you know, pray, prayers up for Markel. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine, um, and I'm sure next year he'll come back on another tear. Um, and, you know, so that, that's about it as far as injuries goes. Um <clears throat> I will say, well, another another protocol, not really injury. Um, Jason Tatum, I don't know if you guys heard, tested positive for the coronavirus after their game against the Washington Wizards. Um, so that's a huge, huge, huge blow um, for the actually, Celtics. Actually, if you don't know, uh, the Celtics and Heat game got postponed today, actually, because of that. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are testing positive right now. Um, as much faith as I have in, in Adam Silver, as a lot of people do, Things are getting a little shaky. It's um, getting kind of crazy. Right yeah, yeah it's, it's getting a little bad. Um, there's a new mask protocol for the NBA, um, and you must wear your mask on the bench until you enter the game. They are requiring – some teams are requiring that you wear one as you're coming off the court. Um, so everybody that's not in the game obviously needs to be wearing a mask, which, um, you know – I personally don't know how much that's going to do as far as the spread of the virus in the league. Well, I mean, we'll see how that goes. They just put it in place, I think, on Tuesday. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see if that works. And I know they got those monitors on the guys with the with contract or contact tracing and whatnot. So hopefully this, this slows the spread a little bit and keeps the NBA where everybody wants it to be exciting and yeah. you know, not having seven or eight guys available for the game, which – it is tough on those seven or eight guys. I know you probably saw the 76ers. I mean, Tyrese Maxey went off. Man. Hey, he went off. Hey, Tyrese Maxey is, is going to play hard, man. Um, um, another another big headline I thought was the uh, NBA G League is going to be starting up in February. Um, they're going to be in a bubble in Orlando, just like the NBA was last summer. Um, I think that's great for the G League because um, if you guys don't know, a lot of those guys, they don't make a lot of money. You know, so they're not living in they're it for the passion of basketball. Yeah, they're, they're they're just off off the love of the game. Um, good for them. I think I think the G League is a really good thing for the guys that need development. You know, guys like um, it, it did wonders for for Horton Tucker for the Lakers. Um, he's playing Absolutely. really well. Yeah, Russo really well. Um, mm -hmm. I know I'm just saying Lakers guys, but those are just you know guys that come off the top of my head. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's that, that's pretty big news for the G League. I'm happy that they're going to be able to start up and play. Um, as far as uh, transactions goes, um, the Knicks waived Omari Spellman the other day. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't know he was on a team right now anyways. Um, 
you know, he had a, had a hell of a year or a hell of a career at Villanova. NBA career has kind of been so-so. All over the place, um, yeah. You know, hopefully he gets picked up soon by G League team, NBA team. Um, best of luck to him. No trades yet, like I said. Um, there's been a few signings. Um, Tim Frazier, who is a former, I want to say, Portland Trailblazer, um, signed, to the Mem- signed to the Memphis Grizzlies. That's probably to help them out at point guard as John Morant is still injured, <clears throat> I believe. Yeah, Tyus Jones can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they pretty much only had Tyus Jones left. Um, and, you know, he's going to need some help too. Uh, and Taj Gibson actually is back with the New York Knicks. Uh, reunited with his head coach from the Chicago Bulls, Tom Thibodeau. I don't know if a lot of people noticed that one. That one kind of went under the radar. Um, but, you know, the Knicks are going to be the Knicks. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're a Knicks fan out there, I'm sorry. Um, the fact that Taz Gibson is back, though, I mean, he's been playing for – I've watched him play at Florida against UCLA way back when in college yeah. basketball. Like, he's been playing forever. And he so. played with D. Rose. He played with – he was, you know, on that on – that, that Bulls team, you know, that were, um, you know, good for him. Um, maybe he'll get some minutes, help them out. I still feel like they have a million power forwards over there. They um, do. And Julius Randle's really come on. Julius Randle's playing really well. Um, Obi yeah, Toppin has has played all right. Um, you know, they have a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of forwards. Yeah, they got too many forwards. They they don't. I don't really know what they're doing over there in New York, but hopefully they figure it out for. The city of New York's sake, you know, as as long as for the past, I don't know, since they had Mellow, they've just kind of been a joke. Um, yeah. Haven't made the playoffs, haven't really won a lot of games, haven't had luck in the lottery. Oh, yeah. No, no they're the laughing stock of the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> last one. Um, I just had to throw this in there because you know, people are, people are going to want to talk about this family a lot and they will for a really long time. Leangelo Ball uh, has signed to the Pistons G League team. Did he really? Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people peep that either, but he was signed to them on a two-way uh, right before the season started. I know everyone was quick to go get on him as soon as he got waived. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and he, he yeah. was waived right before the season started. He didn't play in the preseason. And then they brought him back for the G League team. So hopefully, you know, he gets some development. Because I know, yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying a lot of things about him. And, you know, he's not that good, yada, yada, yada. And his two brothers, yeah. It's just, yeah. And, you know, yeah. when you got your younger brother and your older brother in the position where they're looked at as, you know, this and that, hopefully he gets some shine and hopefully he'll, uh, you know, bring something to a team eventually. Um, <clears throat> so that pretty much wraps it up for me as far as news goes. Um I do have quite a few top performers um, from this past week. Uh, I'll start with a guy that a lot of people the past couple weeks have been saying a lot of not so nice things about this man. Um, Doubted him a lot. I don't know why. He's got three championships. He's got a couple MVPs. Um, Arguably the best shooter of all time um was on you know one of the best teams of all time um you know I don't want to keep listing off his resume because it it pretty much speaks for itself at this point Stephen Curry man um this past Sunday he had 62 points five rebounds four assists versus Portland absolutely unreal um, you know, and he's not one to really say much in the media, say much on the court. Everybody knows that he just goes out there and does his thing. 
I think he heard everybody's disrespect. He he definitely he definitely heard it. He definitely heard it. Yeah, out with the I think he definitely him. Um, great game win versus Portland. Um, the very next game had thirty nine and eight versus the Kings. Went crazy. The only game that made me not want to put him as a top performer was the first game they played against the Clippers this past week. He uh, had mm. 13, 5, and 4, and they lost. Yeah. Didn't shoot the ball very well. But the next night, 38-11 win versus the Clippers, which put him at a weekly average of 36.7 rebounds, 7 assists. Shout out to Steph Curry putting up MVP numbers yet again. I hope, you know. On a team um, that is not there yet. Uh, on a team that on paper, you know, looks like they'd it be. It looks good. It really does. Like, I thought Kelly Oubre was going to be a big deal for them. He was great in Phoenix. He's not great in Golden State. I don't know what's going on. You know, I, I've, I've always been a fan of Kelly Oubre, and mostly because of his style and fashion, not necessarily his <laughs> yeah. basketball ability. Um, yep. I, the, the, the acquisition of Kelly Oubre, to me, seemed cool at first. And then I'm like, well, they still have Andrew Wiggins. They have Eric Pascal. They have all these guys that are the same size, kind of play the same position. Any type of players, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, for me, that's just like picking up another Andrew Wiggins. Um, no no disrespect to him, but that's just – you kind of got a left-handed Andrew Wiggins now, mm-hmm. which, you know, we'll, we'll see how – starting them together. So it's, yeah, yeah we'll, it's... We'll, we'll see how that works out. Uh, the loss of Clay Thompson – um, really, 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 really hurt this yeah, team. Yeah, they could have been the real deal. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully they're not a lottery team again um, because as much as I dislike teams like the Warriors because I am a Lakers fan. Um, we are they, both they, Lakers fans. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they make for good basketball. You know, people want to watch. watching the Warriors play. Like, it doesn't matter who they watch. Night in and night out, you're 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 in for a show when you got Steph and Clay on the court, you know. Absolutely. And and as as much as you know, people want to talk about Draymond when 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 he's out there, he makes a difference. You know, he's he's he makes oh, no. winning plays. He plays hard. Um, shout out to Draymond. Um, another guy, you know, I'm. I think he's the most underrated player in the NBA. Absolutely, um, one of the best Hands scorers. Down. He's the most disrespected player in the NBA as far he's as. Heck as far as accolades goes, he's incredibly disrespected. Didn't make an All NBA team last year. Not an All Star. You know, and his stats prove it. I mean, and last year two people averaged thirty points in the NBA. He was one of them. When is it? When is he going to get that chance? You know, when are like, people going to put respect? <laughs> when are going to start giving when him respect? When are we going to respect Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal, man. Bradley Beal. Plays for the Washington Wizards, everybody. Um, last week, he had 27, 10, and 5 in a win versus Brooklyn, which is a Not big an absolute win. tear right now. Absolute tear. The very next game, he scored 67 rebounds, 5 assists, and they lost to Philadelphia. Um, he scored 60. 60. And they like, lost. <laughs> and they lost. What else, like, what, what else do you want him to do? Um, the very yeah. next game, he had 43 Sorry, 41, three rebounds, three assists, and a loss versus Boston. Um, weekly average for him, 43 points, seven rebounds, four assists. I don't have – And they have Russell Westbrook now, who you think would take away that production, but nope. He's still you know, you know I, I don't really know what Wizards management 
is doing right now. I don't think they know what they're doing right now. That they also just lost Thomas Bryant. I don't know if you saw this that. Movie. Yeah, that was that for his ACL. Um, that's another guy on one of my fantasy teams. Oof. Uh, yeah. So now they are down one of their, I think, two or three centers. That that's a big blow for them. Um, I wish I could be a spokesperson for Bradley Beal, um, but I'll just do it here. That he needs to leave Washington immediately. Yeah, he um, needs to go to a contender, absolutely. He needs to play for a team that is trying to win games, not trying to pick up draft picks. Um, sure. You know, they, they had a great pick this year in uh, Danny Advia, but there's only, yeah, so, really well. there's only so much that a, a 19, 20-year-old kid can do for a team that has pretty much been the bottom of the East for quite some time now um, yeah, just like the Knicks exactly yeah, yeah. They're, they're 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 down there with the Knicks um you know so free 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 Bradley Beal man please please let him get to a team where where he can win um somewhere somewhere you know I think <laughs> I think personally um him in Miami would be you know something I would be yeah they cool um, but yeah, you'd have to put a decent package together for him yeah, absolutely. And and the Miami Heat is they're they're a little interesting to me too, since they want they want to hold on to Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Yeah. I, I get they have their whole culture thing and you know they're, they have they have the heat yeah, culture. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, because I mean they had opportunity to trade for James Harden. I, I, I heard that's what I heard. I don't know how true this is. But they, yeah, they wanted, I heard that too. I heard it just fell through. And they said that the deal breaker was Tyler Hero, which a little interesting to me, but if that's what they want to believe in, then, you know, by all means, go ahead. Um, uh, with that being said, moving on to the next guy, um, my last performer of the week, one of my favorite players, person who I have picked to win MVP this year, uh, the man that wears number 77 for the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Um, Luka Doncic this week, Went absolutely crazy again. Crazy. He had two triple doubles out of their three games. Um, actually, yeah, he had two triple doubles because he didn't play on um, on Sunday. So yeah. Um, so when they played Houston, he had 33 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists in a win versus the Rockets. Very next game, 38, 9, and 13 versus the Nuggets. Last night, another triple double, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists in a win yeah. versus the Magic. Absolutely carries that team. Puts him on a weekly average of 30 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. Um, I would say overall, point he is, guard. Yeah, point, <laughs> point God. Um, point God, yeah, there you go. Luka Doncic, man, he's, he's unreal. Um, you guys, everybody yeah, has probably seen him play at this point. He's super just, fun to watch. He's just unreal, you know. Um, he's our age, 21, 22 years old, and he's just – on an absolute tear, he makes it look so easy. Watching, without, watching him play Porzingis also. without without Porzingis, can we add that? Without Porzingis, yes. he's going on a tear. <laughs> um, I do think that 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 is hurting them a lot. They haven't won games that I no think doubt. Yeah, I think won. the Mavs would be a lot better. Um, you know, but Luka Doncic overall is my player of the week. Um, just just off the fact that this guy can go get you a triple double in his sleep. You know. Right. Um, yep. So, just an absolute monster, Luka Doncic. Um, I agree with you. 100%. Praying, praying yep. he stays injury free. Um, praying he, um, you know, keeps going on the tear that he's on. I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. Um, I, I, I think he'll be the MVP. If Years. he's not the MVP, he'll be a top three MVP yeah. candidate this year for sure. 
Um, good for years to come. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Honestly. Um, so I also wanted to throw in um, a rookie spotlight every single week. I want to highlight a rookie that's making a difference for their team, playing well, um, and you know, just proving to everybody that you know the best guys in the league don't have to be. The, the top names every single week, you know, and I want to make sure that the rookies are talked about because that some of them are playing really well. Some of them I haven't heard about since the draft. Um, those guys, I don't know what to tell you, play better, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, play better, stay healthy. Um, LaMelo Ball is my rookie of the week. Um, I know – Everybody yes. is going to be like, oh, LaMelo Ball, oh, of course. LaMelo Ball, yeah. Oh, my God, you have to pick LaMelo. I'm not picking LaMelo Ball just because I want to the, throw his name in a conversation. The dude missed a triple-double against his brother's team and then came back and got a triple-double. The against. next night, though. Not not like not like two games later. Shot 24 triple-double. hours later. And 24 then, hours later, got a triple-double. I mean, um, yeah. He's got to be rookie of the week. Just just unreal from LaMelo Ball, honestly. 19 years old. Um, this week, you know, Charlotte is a team that, you know, they're not a contender. They're not um, they're not somebody – they're not a team that you want to watch every night, you know. Um, but LaMelo Ball is somebody that you're going to want to watch every night once he's out there. He, he's special, you know. We've, we've seen it when he was in high school. Where Absolutely. He, he's, a, he's, he's a local guy. Um, you know, we saw it when he – went to uh, Australia, you know, he did his thing out there. Lit it up. Um, yep. So this week, you know, against Philadelphia, they lost. He had 12, seven and nine. Not bad. He's coming off the bench um, for whatever reason. Coming off the bench. <laughs> coming off coming the off bench the and gets a triple double. Exactly. The very next game, a win versus the Atlanta Hawks. He had 13, eight and five uh, against the New Orleans Pelicans. Like how we were just talking about against his brother. He had 12 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists, and the win, which matters the most, obviously. Then the next night, he said, Let me go, let me go get them a triple double. He had 21 points, 22 <laughs> points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, and a win versus the Atlanta Hawks, which puts him on a weekly average of 14, 9, and 8, which I believe, if we're looking at just numbers, he's at the top of the rookie ladder for me. Um, probably him. I mean, Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman are playing well um, as well. But, you know, LaMelo Ball, if he stays consistent. He's proving um, he's, he was the number one overall. He yeah. should have been anyways. I mean, um, you know, if Anthony I, Edwards can. Yeah, turn up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think LaMelo Ball is really proven to everybody that, uh, you know, he's he's here to stay. Um we are, we are very early into his career, very early into the season, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself and saying that he's going to right. be, you know, this and that. Absolutely. Um, but, if, like I said, I think with him, if he stays consistent, everything else will fall in line, and he'll be right where his dad and a lot of other people think that he's going to be. Um, as far as other teams and a couple other uh, players to watch for as well, the Boston Celtics. Um, the only team in the NBA to go 4 0 this week have not lost a game this week. Um, they beat Detroit, Toronto, Miami, and Washington. Um, a yeah, guy they're playing really out. well. A guy they're stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They are uh, very. They're they're stumped right now. Um, a guy that stood out on that team for me, Jason Tatum, obviously. Um, this week, 
went absolutely crazy. He had 24, then he had 40, then he had 27, then he had 32. Someone else that I think actually – I mean, Jason Tatum, yes. Jason Tatum, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. But Jalen Brown – I was I was just going to say Jalen Brown, Brown is might be their guy right now that just does it every does everything for them. I mean, absabsolutely. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of Jalen Brown. Um, early on in his career, I was a little kind of iffy. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, I was too. I'm like, I'm like, I watched him at Cal. So okay. I, I was like, I didn't know he would be this good. And now that he is, it's really impressive. You know, and a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but uh, when he was in high school, they were comparing him to Stanley Johnson, who was a oh, yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now their careers are pretty much the opposite. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jalen Brown is starting on a contending team. Uh, you know, is one of one of the better players on that team, and is, he's talked about a lot. Um, he got paid a lot of money recently, and he's proven to everybody that he's worth, uh, you know, his his, his hundred million or whatever he got. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to speak on Stanley Johnson too much. I don't really know what he's got going on. I do know that he's on the Raptors, and that's about it. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully his career turns around at some point because he was, he was one, decent at the start of his career. One hell of a player in high school and yeah, college. Um, hell of a player. One more player I do want to point out, just because I am a Lakers fan, and this man actually played very well this week, LeBron James. Um, this week he had 20, 22, 13, and 8 versus Memphis in a win. And then the very next night they played Memphis again. He had 26, 12, and 7. Then they had a loss to the San Antonio Spurs where he had 27, 6, and 12. And then they, then they beat the Chicago Bulls with no Anthony Davis, um, 28, 7, and 7, with a weekly average 26, 9, and 8. Look, LeBron's career speaks for itself. This is his 18th year. Yeah. He's 36, I mean, 36 years old. Um, what else can you say about him? He's, he's one of the greatest. He's great. Um as far as the GOAT debate goes, I'm not going to get into that because I know a lot of people are not going there. going to have things to say, and we all might not agree on the same thing. So um, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, I want to talk about a little bit of um, NBA awards, just early, early, early predictions. Um, early, early predictions. Very okay. early predictions for awards. Right. Um, so we'll start with Coach of the Year. Who do I think is going to be the coach of the year? Um, it's very early to say um, already. It's we're, we're about, what, 10 games into the season right now, 12 games into the season. Uh, as far as coach of the year goes, uh, one team that I am impressed by that I haven't spoke on really pretty much at all um, is the Phoenix Suns. Um, mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns, if you guys don't know, they have a really great trio of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. And um, – and McCall Bridges is really becoming something. Absolutely. Um, Mikael Bridges is, is playing really well this year. Um, you can't deny that at all. Um, but their coach, Monty Williams, um, great coach. Great, great, great coach. Great coach. Um, great he's guy. been disrespected a lot by a lot of teams. Um, Absolutely. Hasn't really had the right roster a lot of times. Um, he did coach Chris Paul in New Orleans, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know, as as far as this team goes, I don't know how far they'll go. Um, they they are playing really well right now, um, but um, I do think the Suns will 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 make some noise. Um, 
I'm not saying they're going to be going to the Western Conference Finals by any means. Um, they could make the playoffs, though. I think they I have. Do, I do think that, you know, in, the they, they, they don't have to be one of those play-in teams. I do think that they will make the playoffs. Um, mm. Granted, everyone stays healthy, um, especially Chris Paul, because I know he's had some struggles the past couple of years with some um, little minor injuries yep. that have really set him back. Um, and people need to stop disrespecting Chris Paul also. Literally, oh, my gosh, bro. That was such a huge acquisition for them, and people just kind of major, downplayed it. Like, major that's a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, I think, the, I think the issue a lot of people had and the issue I kind of had at first was this man's contract was pretty unreal. He's getting, like, $40 million right now. That was kind of crazy for him. Um, you know, people were, people were looking at the Houston Rockets a little sideways for that one, uh, for mm-hmm. making his contract like that. But, you know, I don't want to say he's living up to the contract, but he is playing very well. Um, and him and Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden together is um, it's a very nice, very nice trio. And like you said, um, Bridges is playing. He's coming into his own as well. Um, as well as Cameron Johnson. Cameron, yeah, Cameron Johnson. Johnson really well. Cameron Johnson can play really well, too. Um you know, so I mean, as far as I don't really want to get too much into the coach of the year, do you have any any picks for the coach of the year? Or you kind of, I mean, that was a good one, Monty Williams. I don't know if I would have thought of that one. Um, damn, coach of the year. Uh, let me think. You got guys like um, Brad Stevens is coaching a great team. That was one that just popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Stevens definitely will be in that conversation if the Celtics can keep it up. Um, they don't even have Kemba Walker right now. Let's also let's also remember that. That that is something that I did yeah. not I did not speak on earlier when I was talking yeah. about the Celtics going four and zero. They are without All Star point guard uh, Kemba Walker, which is a you would think would be a major major hit for them. But it's not. They have not they have not missed a beat. And the Celtics have been one of those teams that hasn't had a star point guard that's been healthy the past couple of years, and they've still come around to to to, yep. to do their thing every year. So. Good for them. Yeah. Um, Brad Stevens would be in that conversation for me. Um, Steve Nash might be in that conversation for me uh, just because it's the Nets. Um, they I are, think people are going to have a lot of issues if Steve Nash wins coach of the year. Yeah, that would be. There, there, there's going to be a lot of problems. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, Western Conference wise. Coach of the year. Maybe the Nuggets. I mean, the Nuggets were good last year. I think they're still going to be good this year. Uh, I think Jamal Murray isn't playing as well as I thought he would play after how he played in the bubble. Um, Mm. Like, he's, I mean, kind of took a backseat a little bit. Joke is kind of everything for them. Yeah, and I I will note that they – I don't know if this is – has anything to do with his performance necessarily, but uh, Gary Harris was not participating in the bubble. He was injured the majority yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back. So, you know, that, that kind of takes, I don't want to say it takes away, you know, I mean, it does. Yeah. Murray's problems, but it, it definitely takes the slack off of him a little bit, you know? So, yeah. so now, so now that they have, you know, their guys, um, one player that, um, you know, I didn't talk about earlier that needs to be talked about that played very well this past week is Jeremy Grant, former Denver Nugget. Mm-hmm. Uh, nugget. Yep. With the Detroit Pistons. He played really well this week. Um, anyways, most improved player. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. I don't really know yet. Um, I think I got one. Um, I think, I think the only one I could think of right off the top of my head, and you might say somebody that I'll think of that, that will make me want to say yes to is um, 
Jeremy Grant, obviously. I, I just That's, said his name. I mean, the way he played for the Nuggets in the bubble, he was that third option guy. He was Absolutely. one of the guys that got them to where they went in the bubble. And uh, when he went to the Pistons, I was like, oh, you know, he's he's going to get a lot of playing time. He's going to he's going to be something. And mm-hmm. sure enough, he's proved it. I mean, he's definitely legit. Um, my guy that I thought of is Karis LeVert. Uh, this dude, mm. sixth man of the year. Um, and he's basically starting a couple games here and there now because they've had issues with Kyrie Irving not playing and KD not playing. And he's just been going crazy. And I think that if it, keeps going the way it is he will probably either he'll, he'll probably get sixth man of the year so he might be most improved player of the year also but he might be too good for most improved player of the year so yeah yeah so most improved you had Karis LeVert I had Jeremy Grant um Nick was a good one too he's two, doing great two guys that are are uh, playing really well right now and helping their teams out um making the difference um sixth man of the year you had just pointed out Karis LeVert. Probably um, Karis LeVert if he stays in that six-man <clears throat> yeah. He was actually my pick for, for, for six-man of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't really think about it. I was like, most improves, probably a little bit less, like, yeah. crazy and, like, yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I'll, 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 I'll agree with you on that one, Karis LeVert. Um, he's coming off a pretty bad injury. Um, he just signed the team Jordan, him and Bradley Beal. Um, so he he's getting recognized as somebody who is, you know, of importance in this league. And um, hopefully, um, God willing, he stays injury free and injury free, and he keeps going on the tear that he's going on. I don't know if you have a different pick for six man or if that's if that that's who you're rolling with or six man. I have to think about six man. Uh, who comes off the bench and really does well like that? Yeah, Karis LeVert's probably the guy that stands out to me the most um, for that. Um, all right, rookie of the year. A lot of people um, would agree on the same same person. A lot of people, um, you know, for me, it's between three people right now. Um, maybe four if this other guy steps it up a little bit. But as of right now, my pick for rookie of the year is LaMelo Ball. I hate to sound like everybody on ESPN and everybody on every, you know, platform ever, but Lamella Ball is just making it getting difference. it done. I mean, um, he's getting it done. He's he's never really um, he doesn't lack confidence whatsoever. I will say uh, he goes out there, plays his game, doesn't really care about you know what 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 people are saying about him, what is whatever his dad has to say. Um, he, he's he's making a difference. Um, the other guys that you know are in the in that conversation for me are um james wiseman from the warriors um big man plays really well great hands great feet started off really well yeah um he's had a couple iffy performances not like amazing but yeah no i mean he'll be in that conversation if he just stays consistent absolutely and i want to point out too that um his college career wasn't really much of anything he played one he played like maybe like one to three games over at memphis um and then he had the eligibility issue Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for a guy that didn't get a lot of college time and, you know, a lot of people were just going based off of workouts and high school film, he's proven to be 
what people were saying, you know, yeah. and I, I do think that he eventually he's going to be um, an all-star in this league, hopefully. Um, and he's, he's going to be a great addition for that Warriors team whenever he, I don't want to say like whenever he figures it out, but whenever he gets into that, like that mindset of like, I'm a killer, I'm in the NBA, mm -hmm. I play for the Warriors. Yeah. He has that warrior mindset. He'll be all right. When he understands. Um, yeah, definitely. Exactly. And another guy that people were concerned about, um, they were concerned about his love for basketball and his, you know, where he was at mentally with basketball. If he's there, if he's not there, Anthony Edwards, um, mm -hmm. Timberwolves. Um, it's kind of all over the place. I think yeah. he's hilarious. Um, this he's man, funny. He's funny. Have you seen some <laughs> of those videos? Oh my gosh, bro! You think his, his little high school interviews and whatnot? Yeah, yeah that man is hilarious. Um, he claims he could play at any sport, every sport. No, literally anything she was like she was asking him, oh what like was she asked like hockey or something i was like yeah 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 i can play hockey he said if there if there's some money on the line guarantee i'll be good at it hey mm -hmm. um shout out to him i think that's the confidence you gotta have exactly you know I, I i love his his attitude i love his um i love the kind of person he is and i i don't think people got the right idea about him when they're saying oh he doesn't even love basketball blah blah, blah. yeah i think people just kind of think that He's like too cocky for it, almost. Like yeah, thinking. for sure. And and they they don't really. I think a lot they don't of people understand that mindset exactly. And I, I mean, I could be wrong. I do think that he was being sarcastic when people. I think he was a little bit too, honestly. But yeah. he said it really straight faced though, so no one yeah. really knows. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I think Anthony Edwards for him. Um, I personally believe that um, he just needs to be more consistent. Um, just, 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 just the reps, you know, um, yeah. he's not going to get a lot of, I think he'll get there. Um, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll get, he'll get his, um, his in due time. Um, he is still coming off the bench for the, the Timberwolves, which is yeah. a little interesting for me considering who else is on that team. I wouldn't, I don't know I, if I would have him on the bench. Definitely need to look at starting him every, uh, at some point. I mean, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got Ricky Rubio and Malik Beasley, and the, the rest of that team is just kind of up in the air. Um, you got mm -hmm. you got D'Angelo Russell over there too, which is um, yeah, got D'Lo. Yeah, you got D'Lo yeah. over there, and he he's gonna be able to help out. You know, a lot of those young guys. They got Cap back from injury. They'll be all right. Um, yeah. and the last person that not a lot of people were talking about, he's definitely my under the radar for rookie of the year. Um, Sacramento Kings drafted him, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. Mm -hmm. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. A lot of people criticized him. A lot they, on him. Yeah. yeah I, I, I saw, you know, I wasn't too familiar with him um, as far as his college career goes. Um, mm -hmm. I did hear about him here and there. And I'm looking at, like, you know, mock drafts. And I'm like, who, who is this Who's guy? This guy? From, yeah. Who is this guy from Iowa State? So, you mm -hmm. know, I, I did, did a little bit of research. And I was watching film. And I'm like, man, he can shoot the hell out the ball. No, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's... A lot of people want to criticize the way he shoots, how he shoots. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That man can Dang. shoot the ball. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I think him, him being in Sacramento is a great situation for him um you know a guy a ton of playing time. he's gonna get a lot of looks a lot of playing time he's playing with guys you know like De'Aaron Fox but healed um who are experienced Just young guys, guys and experienced guys, guys. Mm. um so yeah kind of an all over the place team absolutely you know they're 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 all over the place you know they're coaches yeah, the Kings. Like, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're 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 the king I'm never gonna say a lot of good things about the Sacramento Kings um I probably won't either. I mean, I respect De'Aaron Fox. I love how he plays and everything. Um, 
And I enjoyed watching Buddy Heald a lot when I was younger. I really thought he was a great player, but uh, the Kings are the Kings. I yeah, don't I really think they're they, going to get any The Kings here. need to they, they need to get it together, whether it's the coaching that, that's going on. And I know there's a lot of rumble in the locker room about Marvin Bagley not wanting to be on that team. And yeah. his dad is saying this and that, and somebody else's dad is saying this and this. Whatever, that's their problem. Um, yeah. Move on to – Defensive player of the year. Um, you know, th- this award, the the criteria for it, it seems to change every year. I don't really I mean, know what, what, what they're looking at as far as who should I don't be. know how, you know, I don't know how Giannis won it uh, last year. Um, back to back. <laughs> I don't know if he deserved it last year, but – you know, it is what it is. I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, the criteria seems to always change. Um, it always seems to be as if, like, if your team's doing good or something. Yeah, like and, and, you know, I obviously that's how a lot of these awards are going to be is, all right, who's the best player or who's the I'm best at this on, on, on the best team, you know, which is cool if that's how they want right. to do that. But I do think so, that – In that case, I believe Anthony Davis probably should have won it last year, but I don't know. I think a lot of people would agree. Um, I, I agree. Um, but as far as defensive player of the year goes, I think that there needs to be a more clear cut um, description and cri- of, of, of what the criteria is. And like, you know, yeah. you need to be this, this, and this, not just, you know, whatever their criteria is. Because I know a few years ago when, when Mark Gasol won defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. he won because he had the most third place votes. He had all the third place votes, which tallied up to him having the most votes. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's why LeBron oh. was pissed about defensive player of the year because he felt that he should have got it that year. Mm-hmm. But Marcus Saul had every single third place vote. Everybody voted for him for third. So he had so many votes that it added up to being the most. And so he got defensive player of the year. Very strange situation, and this is why this is what I mean that they need to have a criteria of yeah, what they, they need a clear team. cut criteria, absolutely. Um, as far as my pick goes for defensive player of the year, um, uh, it's it's tough. A lot of guys are not really playing defense right now, a lot of guys are you know getting, get, getting their asses busted here and there, but um. It is it is super early to look at an award like that because nobody's really you know into yeah. full into full gear yet. But just for the sake of you know um, being a Lakers fan, I'm gonna just go ahead and say Anthony Davis because he should have won it last year, just like how should've. we said. Um, he absolutely should have won it last year, um, and that's that, that. Last year is not is not me being biased. I personally believe he had a better defensive year, regardless of what you know whatever plus minus you want to look at. Yeah, and, you know. Watch on a better team. team. Also, thank you. <laughs> so, if we're going by that criteria, <laughs> he's the, he's the, be, the we best the defensive player on the best team, right? Not to be biased, but it it if that's the criteria, then that was the better team as well. So. Absolutely. Um. So he's my pick this year. Um. You can go ahead and share yours. Well, damn. Um. I would probably say D also, but to go off like something else and just throw some somebody else out there uh let me think that's tough um might just go out on a limb and say that 
Um, what's his name? Oh my God, I forgot. Who was it? Drawing a blank. I mean, I'll go with AD, obviously. Like, I'll go um, Anthony Davis as well. But I'm trying to think of someone else. Um, damn, so early. Uh, it's hard because it's because uh, a lot of guys right now, you know, like I said, they're not kicking into full gear yet. So yeah, no, definitely not. We um, we, we we may not be seeing everybody's best effort on both sides yeah. of the ball right now. So. Um, it's it, that's definitely a conversation for a later time. Again, we'll we'll, we'll probably bring that up again. Uh, I'll definitely have a better answer next time. Talk here. about that one. You know, everybody wants to throw Pat Pat Bev in the conversation. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not a huge fan. Never been a fan of Patrick Beverly. Um, I saw a Twitter post. Uh, I think it was just last week where it was like. The dude has like four steals on the season or something. And he has more fouls than 30 some fouls. Yeah. So he's not an all defensive player to me. He's not no. a defensive player. I think player. mainly majority is who's gonna win defensive player of the year is usually big guys just because of like blocks and everything. Which 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 so. kind of sucks for the guards that the guards, yeah. The guards that uh that, that, that do play a lot of defense. Um guys, a lot of steals, yeah. Guys like Gary Harris and, and Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler and people like that. Those guys play hard D. Um Yeah. Um yeah. And last award, MVP. <laughs> um oh boy. <laughs> I have not necessarily agreed with the MVP choices the past two years because past two has, years. it has been the same person who I personally you know, if if you're if you're looking at if you're looking at just stats, you're not you're not watching games, right? You're not sitting down and watching a basketball game. Actually right? watching, yeah. You're not watching basketball. You're not it's just stats on a paper. Yeah, you're not, and you're not even looking at highlights. You're just looking at okay, well, this guy had the best plus minus. This guy had the best per, the most points. None of that matters. I feel like the most valuable player is the most valuable player on the best team which would be which would last LeBron year would, James. Would have, last year would have been lebron james mm-hmm. um i think the nba looks at the best player on the best team with the, i'm sorry the best player on the team with the best record right which last year and the in the year before was Giannis, which Giannis. Is, yeah. which is fantastic but i think last year they should have gave it a second look considering his um his poor performance in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Two years ago, when he had won, I don't, I don't think they made the Eastern Conference Finals because they lost to Toronto. Yeah, they, they bust. I don't know what it is. They, everyone's like, oh, Bucks are gonna go all the way. Oh, Bucks this, Bucks that. Yeah, like you know what, you guys they didn't won. even get close to that last year. And you know, last year was probably their best shot. Um, I, I the whole year I was like, well, it's gonna be Lakers, Bucks. Gonna be Bucks, Bucks, Lakers, Lakers Bucks, Bucks, Lakers, exactly. And then you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and the man who you know won back disappears. The MVP, he got Defensive Player of the Year. He's this. He's that. He disappeared. You know, he he's he's somebody that I feel like if you want to be considered a, a great or, or, or whatever you want to, whatever you want you to have to have those performances in those you type of games, you need to have those performance. Like, like you said, you need to have those performances on, on that stage, whether there's mm-hmm. fans or not, um, you know, whether there's fans or not, you should be, if you're the most valuable player, 
why aren't you playing like it? You know, and and regardless of whatever their situation was in Milwaukee last year um, and the year before that. Yeah, it seems like they've had some problems. Definitely, they've they've had a lot of problems um, when it when it when it really counts. I mean, the regular season, they are the regular season champs every year. No, yeah, they're good for great. You. That's what it's so confusing because they get to the playoffs and they just. I don't know. Just I mean, you, 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 you like you, you look at a team that, you know, they, they won 67 games or whatever it was. And you're like, okay, well, damn, this team is, is something, you know, and then they, they, they kind of, they kind of cruise through the playoffs a little bit. And then they get faced with a team like Miami who, you know, excuse my language, everybody who doesn't give a fuck about Anadokounmpo. They don't, you know, literally Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, um, Last year they had Jay Crowder. Yeah. Um, when you're supposed to be the MVP, you let Jimmy Butler take the spotlight away from you in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're not the MVP in my book. I I don't see it at all. Um, and I I do think that the NBA does base their award choices off uh, regular season. Regular season play. Which yeah. you know you want to be the best player in the regular season. Good for you. You know, stack up whatever awards you want to stack up. If you don't got the you don't got these to talk about, good for you. A lot of people have won have won awards with, with, with no rings, you know, and that's if yeah. that's if that's if that's what your incentive is every year and you're not trying to win, hey, that's cool. We we all have goals. Um but to to kind of make this, you know, a conversation a little shorter, because I we kind of went on for a little bit here. Um my pick for the MVP this year is two people. Um, I'm down to two guys right now, and it's Luka Doncic, Anthony Davis. Um, there's not a whole lot to say about either one of those guys because you know their 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 play and just their yeah just 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 the way they 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 go about how they perform is just it's it's second to none. Luka Doncic is just unreal. Um, we were talking about him earlier in the show. Um, <clears throat> He's a guy that will go out there and will casually give you a 30-point triple-double every night. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And, I agree. And Anthony Davis, I think the biggest thing for him is staying injury-free. If he stays injury-free, mm-hmm. he has a very, very, very good chance to have an uh, – I don't want to call it an Antetokounmpo-like year, but he does have a chance to win multiple awards this year. Um, if he does stay healthy and, and consistent and doesn't let little nagging injuries keep him out of games and yeah. out of contention for awards. And I, I do think that those guys are going to be neck and neck um, for awards um, along with, Hey, you know what? Might as well throw Steph Curry in there. If Steph Curry wants to yeah. play, like, play like this the rest of the year. Um, I believe he should be a, a candidate. I don't know how long this little run is going to go. Um, and I right, yeah. don't, don't, don't want to know if it's going to last all but, year. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, your, your, uh, your guys for MVP, I know they're, they might be similar, um, but they are similar. Um, <clears throat> I think that adding LeBron in there, maybe um, mm-hmm. he's lost a little bit. I think he's lost a little bit from last year. Um, he's lost a step. Uh, I think he's, it's, Wear and tear on him a bit, like it's starting to set in. Um, that he's 36. Um, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think it could be in that conversation. I also think AD can be in that conversation as well. I think that 
one of those two guys should win it. If they don't, I also agree with Luka Doncic. Um, he's one of my favorite players as well. He leads my fantasy team, so I love that. Um, mm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, very those very solid there. Awesome, man. Um, yeah, man, it's Luka Doncic. It's just, uh, yeah, he's, he's a beast. I mean, you can't say enough about him and his work ethic and everything. Like, Oh, yeah, you, you could go on. flashy. He's not like that guy that's just going to be cocky and everything. He just goes out and gets it done. Like, Absolutely, every night. And I think the thing that's going to come down for him um, is going to be he's, he's got to win too, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's all about Western the team conference. Yeah. The, 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 the Western Conference is incredibly tough every year. Um, you know, you have teams coming up out of nowhere that end up being Urging. pretty good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you have – Obviously, your, your top teams are going to be your Lakers right now. And there, to me, there, there, there's a big drop off between the Lakers and everybody else. And then, yeah. Because, you know, you people want to talk about the Clippers as Clippers. No. Until they can get past the second round of the playoffs ever, we can talk. We can talk about Clippers. Yep. The only banners they have up is <clears> the <throat> Center our selfies and I think maybe a division title from 2013, 20, it was one of the, one of, one of the lob city years. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the uh, CP three, Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. Yonder yeah, well, one of those years, I think they won the division, but they won a division. Yeah. Then they also went to the playoffs and lost to like the Warriors. I'm pretty sure. First round. I'm pretty sure. Sorry. Um, yeah. If, if you guys haven't figured it out, we are not Clippers fans over here. Nope. Um, I, I will... biased, y'all, but the Clippers just—I no. don't know—they're just not no, in the conversation. You know the Clippers are one team I will be biased about because every year they talk the same mess. Oh, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. Oh, we're going to literally never pans out. Bring in Kawhi. Uh, bring in Paul George. Bring in it. Bring in it. Oh, apparently, apparently Doc Rivers was the problem. Get rid of Doc Rivers. Oh, you're still losing. Um, Lost to the Warriors. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a uh, that's a tough situation over there in LA. Um, I do think that, like I said, winning for Luka Doncic is gonna eventually have to come into play very soon. No, for him, um, in, in order to be in that MVP conversation by the end of the year, they definitely need to be in the top four teams at least. Absolutely, and um, I think for the longevity of his career and the, the rest of his career, it's it's gonna come down to to winning. Um, Dirk Nowitzki did it in, in, uh, Dallas. He did it once. Um, you know, if, if Luca can, can, can sneak one in there in the next couple of years, um, awesome for him. Cause I know Mark Cuban wants to build around him and, and, and uh, Porzingis and keep yep. him healthy, but, um, hopefully he does get a ring in there eventually. Um, hopefully it doesn't have to come down to him choosing another franchise to go to or getting moved because uh, that would be a big, big major hit for that team. Yeah, um, absolutely. It would be. Um, yeah. They definitely have to just keep building around him. Um, it's not this year, next year, you know, uh, but yeah, I think, I think they will be strong once Kristaps gets back. Um, I don't know how long they're going to be away or without him. So I don't know. I think he should be coming back fairly soon. Um, like, yeah. like you said, I don't really know the timetable either. I haven't really done too much research about it. I honestly didn't know he wasn't playing until, like, <clears throat> a week and a half ago. 
mm-hmm. were like, oh, he's making progress in his recovery. And I was like, I thought he was playing because the Mavericks nope. were playing. Yeah. They were playing all yeah. right. So I thought he was they, playing. That's what I'm saying. He, he, Luka Doncic does everything for them, really. I mean, they have Maxi Kleber and, and he, he, actually, he actually did just that's a positive, too. Yeah. So that, that, that's another loss for them that they're kind of struggling with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of every show, um, when we have a guest, we are going to, um, you know, have a little um, have a couple questions for them um, and then give them something that they want to give them something they want to plug. If they got something going on, you know, boom, shout it out. Go ahead. Um, the first thing that we were going to ask people and we are going to give them ours as well is your basketball Mount Rushmore. Your all-time starting five, right? So um, if you have yours ready, I'll let you go first, and then we, we will compare and possibly debate who should be where. All right. I got one question first. Um, so I know, like, we're going with the greatest, right, obviously, but mm-hmm. their most recent, like, great players – I sometimes I feel like I want to include them, but their career is not over, so you can't. So I'm just going to go with the legends pretty much. Yeah. So just go, just go with your. So when I say basketball Mount Rushmore, I just mean what are five guys you would put on a court and they are not losing? Okay. All right. Then in that case, LeBron will be in that conversation because I wasn't going to put him in as like the greatest. Okay. Okay. If it's starting five, I'll probably put him in then. Okay. So. I'm going to go Magic Johnson at point guard. Um, speaks for itself. Uh, I got Michael Jordan, obviously, one of the best. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. That's a tough one because, like, I don't know. It would either be him or Wilt Chamberlain probably. That's a really tough one for me. Um, that, that, yeah. That is a tough one. Probably Kareem. Um, I'd – Put LeBron or Kobe in there, maybe, and then Bill Russell for sure. So there's a couple, like, iffy spots there, but I probably have Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, and I guess LeBron. I mean, until he went, You went big on big, huh? Yeah. All right. See, that, that, that one's good. I like that one a lot. I went with uh... – five guys that you know I look at as my favorite players anyways and this is a a starting five that I personally don't think would ever lose a game um one of the guys I almost substituted him with somebody else but I'll I'll get to that um at my point guard I got Allen Iverson okay I got Allen I love Allen Iverson I love it yeah yeah a lot of people know this he's one of my uh inspirations for for basketball um, at the two, I got to have Kobe, um, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, um, rest in peace. Yeah. um, you know, his, uh, uh, you know, he had passed away just about a year ago. Um, rest in peace to him. Um, but at the three, I got Michael Jordan just because, you know, I got three killers already. Why not? No. Yeah. I mean, I would put Kobe um, in mine also. There's just so much like, it's yeah, there, there's a lot that you got to consider. I love Kobe though. Yeah. Uh, at the four. This is the one that I struggled with a lot um, because I was thinking, do I want to go big? Do I want to go defense? Do I want to go with a, a score? I went ahead and went with LeBron just because he could do it all, you know. Um, 
I almost substituted him. I subst- I almost substituted him with Kevin Durant or 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 Tim Duncan. I didn't put Tim Duncan because of my center. My center, I put Shaq. So oh, all right, well, Shaq, I got the most dominant big man of all time at the five. Um, you you guys can debate whoever you want about that. Nobody, yeah, Shaq. Feel um, free. It's uh, open to comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, let us know down in the comments your guys's top five, Absolutely. your guys' ultimate starting five. Um, um, I'm gonna tell you every single time that you're wrong because my this team is not losing. I'm sorry. Um, That's his five. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, and then the next the next question we're gonna we're gonna give to everybody, and um, we're gonna give ourselves too is um, Eastern Conference and Western Conference uh, winners. Who's gonna be meeting in the finals? What do you think, Tyler? Let me know. I know we okay. are very we're, um, we're, 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 we're very, very 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 early on in the season, so we know. I mean, we 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 as we don't want to be like biased about it. However. <laughs> We're Lakers fans. Yes, I think Absolutely. the Lakers will be back in the finals again this year. Um, I think they did enough in the offseason that they have enough guys. They got Tennis Schroeder now. like Underrated like picker. When they got rid of Danny Green, I thought he helped them a lot. But, I mean, you know, they still have all their guys. I think they'll be back. So, definitely Lakers in the West. Um, and then in the East, it was a tough one for me. Very tough. I like, I like, the, I I like Giannis. I like what they got going. Um, but sometimes they don't look like they have it, you know. Fold. He folds yeah. every year. I don't think they have it. However, this new team who has probably one of the best, like, lineups, I would say, mm-hmm. um, if they can get Spencer Dinwiddie back, I do think the Nets have a very good shot of getting to the finals. Okay. And but then they need him back. So, okay, I'll give you mine too. So I had Eastern Conference. I had the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had this, I mean, ever since pretty much the addition of Kyrie and As Katie. soon as they, yeah, they, um, they built that team like no other. And then, you know, a lot of people had issues with um, their coaching decision, hiring Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand a lot of people's frustrations with that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's never really coached before, so I get He's that. never coached before, yeah. and to put him – um, pretty much at the reins of, of a team like that is pretty uh, – you've never I mean, really seen that before. Yeah. From a, a technically a, a rookie coach. You've never seen a guy mm-hmm. get thrown in like that. But Did Tyron Lou coach before coaching the Cavs? I want to say he was an assistant before. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say that was kind of like a similar spot for him. They built a whole Absolutely. big superstar team around yeah. that with him. So Absolutely. Um. You know, I, I've, I've had the Nets pretty much since the offseason. I was always like, okay, it's going to be the Nets. And I'm yeah, not going to speak about the West yet. It's going to be the Lakers. Sorry, Clippers. Sorry, whoever yeah. thinks that they're going to win. Yeah, not. I don't care what you yeah. guys can. <clears throat> you can but we... debate your mom, debate your grandma. I don't care. The Lakers are winning. Yep. Um, Lakers the East win and the East, I'm really, I'm really torn up now because – I am too. I had, I had the Nets. There's some teams – I had the Nets, but now I'm looking at Boston. I'm looking Boston. At, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Boston heavily. Um, you know, Miami, uh, I think that they're not on the same tier as they were last year. I don't think so. I don't I don't think they're gonna repeat uh the performance. No, I don't I don't I don't really see that happening. Um, but 
unless they can they, they can make a move for somebody. Um, they, need, they need one player. <laughs> Bradley Beal. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if they got Bradley Beal, they'd be in that conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, but regardless of, of who meets the Lakers in the finals, um, I have the Lakers winning it all yet again, back to back. Um, I mean, there, there's really not a whole lot to say about that. You got you got LeBron, Anthony Davis. You got, uh, you know, you guys already know. New, yeah. new, new additions like um, Dennis Schroeder. Wesley Matthews is a good pickup. Uh, that was a good pickup. Marcus Saul is a great pickup. Um, yep. we, we stole Montrez Harrell. Um, Absolutely. That was huge. And honestly, hey, you know what? Shout out to the Oklahoma City Thunder for just handing us Dennis Schroeder. Thank you very much. You guys, Literally. You yeah. guys took a, a very interesting pick and Danny Green and uh, gave us a very good player. Good, um, And then gave him away. <laughs> yeah, and then sent him to, you know, <laughs> to wherever. Um, so – to, to, to move away from basketball uh, for a little bit um, for our last question here is, um, you know, we, we, we definitely want to dabble into music as well. Um, I have friends that make music. Um, we obviously, everybody listens to music. Um, a lot of music is tied in with basketball. Basketball players want to be rappers. Rappers want to be basketball players. Everybody knows this. Pump up music. Yep. Um, so just a couple artists that, um, that I'm listening to right now um, would be, uh, Lil Durk just put out an album, The Voice. Um, very, very, very good. Um, listen to that a lot. Jack Durk's Harlow. Album. Jack Love Harlow Durk. put out a great album as well. Jack Harlow put out a great album. I was, I was actually kind of shocked. Um, I didn't know if he'd be able to put out like that same quality. No, yeah, for sure. But, you know, because I thought he was going to yeah. be the, the guy that made the song "What's Poppin'." You know, and, mm-hmm. and that, that's pretty much right. it. He put out a very, it. very quality. Oh, yeah, great song. Yeah. Um, and the last person I listen to a lot, um, shout out to my, one of my really good friends, um, who is also going to be on the show eventually, um, with one of his friends, um, uh, who I will not say because he is an NBA prospect as well. So we will get to that when we get to that. Um, his stage name, artist name is Real Rambo. Shout out to one of my best friends, Xavier Rambo, um, putting out music on a daily basis. Um, super slept on artists from Hermiston, Oregon, um, you know, if you guys want to check him out, look him out. Look at ah, look him up on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Real Rambo. That's it. All one word. Tap in with him. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. He's a lot better than a lot of your favorite rappers. I'll tell you that I'll right now. Definitely have to check him out then. Check him out. Um, yes. What What are you listening to nowadays? What What do you happen uh, <laughs> into? See, that's, that's so tough for me because uh, – I listen to so much. I listen mm-hmm. to so much music all the time. All the time. Like, mm-hmm. so much. Um, I love Lil Dirk. I'll go with you on that one. I know you like listening to Juice World a lot, so I'm surprised you didn't say that. Um, I do. I do. I do. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I love Lil Uzi Vert. Um, I love Pop Smoke. I listen to a lot of Pop Smoke. Um, Pop Smoke, yes, sir. Very sad because I really started listening to him like three months before he died. And I was like, wow, he's going to become something. And mm-hmm. yeah, so rest in peace. King Von, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Uh, I listen to a lot of King Von as well. Um, yeah, man, I, I listen to Lil Keed. Um, I like some of Playboy Cardi's new album. Not that much, but like mm-hmm. a couple songs. Like, I, 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 I feel like a lot of people hate it, but <laughs> I like some songs. There's a couple, I feel but... It. I feel it. It was kind of a bust. Um, 
And then to plug one of my friends who's a rapper as well, um, my friend Dion, uh, he, he goes by D Taylor Player. Okay. Um, he's pretty slept on as well. Uh, he's made some concerts and stuff out here in OC at the observatory. He, I've gone to some of them. Like, I think he has what it takes. Uh, he just needs to gain, you know, like people and followers and everything. And, you gain know, get some, it out there. So, Taylor Player, look it up. Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Music, whatever. So, yeah. It. To wrap up, you know, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, enjoy what we had to talk about. Obviously, um, you know, cut us some slack. We're, 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 we're going to be a little choppy. Um, first episode or two. Just first to, episode, guys. Yeah, first episode. Gotta get our feet know, wet. Um, we're just trying to get our feet wet, like you said. And, um, you know, hopefully people like the show. If you don't, don't care. Um, it's all, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, so look forward to us uh, every Wednesday. Uh, we're going to be dropping here on YouTube and possibly apple podcast and spotify podcast i will i will keep everybody in the loop about that one um but yeah that's pretty much it man from uh, all the mix me and tyler um next week we will be having a special guest i was just informed a few minutes ago that's why i kept looking over at my phone to make sure that was who it was um uh, we will be having Arizona basketball forward Ira Lee on the show next week and uh, he's going to be here to talk about a lot of things talk about college hoops NBA hoops um, his aspirations and uh, what what uh, things he's got going on in his life and um, hopefully you guys enjoy that and we will see you guys Honestly, yeah that's so cool Dang. yeah awesome. all right man